guys, this is Carrie, Fullerton Professional Organizing. Now today I'm talking to you about a Mary Evelyn Goodman. Uh, she does not have a YouTube channel, but her blog is thecypresstable.com. And this is where I uh, did get some ideas from her. Now, she, in her blog, she is having her third child when she writes this blog post. Okay, so this blog post is what she plans on doing now that this is her third child. She uh, has a little bit of a better idea of what she wants to do, and she wants to uh, meal plan for the uh, for this time when her baby is born so that she will have meals that she can cook easily. Now here are some ideas from her blog. She says here are some ideas of postpartum preparation in the kitchen. She said freezer meals. This one is so popular she says but she doesn't really like it. She doesn't like pre-cooking the meals freezing them, defrosting them, and eating them. Now, I'm not sure why I love that. Um, if I make a casserole-type dish, I will make uh, enough to freeze into smaller portions. And now, of course, it's like it makes four meals for my husband and I because it's just my husband and I where it would have been two if, it, if my kids uh, have not grown up and moved away if I still had kids at home. But uh, again, she says, I have a lot of friends that absolutely jam their freezers full before a new baby arrives. And she, she says, budget for a lot of takeout, meal train from your friends and family, meal delivery service, prepackaged foods, and extra help that does all the cooking. Those are all ideas. But for her... Like I said, she likes to cook everything, and she says they're still on a tight budget. I mean, when you have little ones at home, you're going to always be on a budget. Um, so here is what she does. She says, by cooking a lot of meat and protein and storing it in the freezer, then she can whip up something like tacos or chicken and rice in more like five minutes rather than 30 minutes. And she says, let me tell you, when you have a tiny baby that demands to either be fed, held, or changed for all but 30 minutes of the day, that time different matters a lot. So what she does is she cooks eight pounds of ground beef at a time, eight pounds of chicken breasts at a time, and two cups of dry black beans. And she says that will make eight meals with ground beef, eight meals with chicken breasts, and four meals with black beans. I do similar to this. I just don't do quite a large portion, but then I'm not having any babies, uh, and my time isn't um, as limited, but I don't enjoy spending all of my time cooking, but I do enjoy eating homemade. So I do five pounds of ground beef at a time and I do uh, cook 
some chicken breasts ahead. I just don't do eight pounds. But I am going to start cooking some beans and making my own refried beans because we do every Tuesday at, for sure we eat refried beans. So it would be nice to have some charro beans and some refried beans to kind of mix it up a little bit. Uh, the black beans are awesome also. We could freeze those because I do make taco soup and I put black beans, a lot of black beans in my taco soup. So I'm even getting some ideas here. Um, and then she uses those uh, pre-cooked meats to make chicken alfredo. And I talked to you guys in another uh, video about this. Alfredo sauce is so easy. All you have to do is keep fresh Parmesan on hand. And the way to do that so that it doesn't go to waste is to put it in little Ziploc baggies and then put those baggies in a freezer bag. That way you can take out a bag at a time. You can do it one cup per baggie or two cups per baggie. It just depends on how often you make Alfredo sauce and just take out one cup at a time depending on how much you need. If you're cooking for a large group, you will take out several baggies. If it's just you and your husband like me, you will only take out a one uh, cup bag. I made this last night. We eat low carb and I let me tell you the recipe that I created. I had some already chopped up uh, orange, red, and yellow bell peppers. I had them chopped up in my freezer. And I took some tender, uh, the ten, well, chicken tenders. It's chicken breast, but it's already cut up in strips. I seasoned all of that up. I put that in the air fryer and grilled that in the air fryer while I boiled, what I do is instead of just boiling cabbage or cutting up my own cabbage, I buy the bag of coleslaw mix. All that is is the cabbage, carrots, and whatever else you put in cabbage, but it's just the veggies, nothing else. I boil that as if I'm using it as pasta. We love that with homemade Alfredo sauce. The Alfredo sauce is just butter and some heavy cream, which I always have heavy cream on hand because I use that for coffee and we drink a lot of coffee. So we always have a lot of heavy cream. And then you just put in your Parmesan cheese. Now the Parmesan cheese has a natural saltiness to it. So you don't even have to add salt. Now I would, just like you do pasta, I would add a little bit of salt to your cabbage while it's boiling. Or you can boil it in um, chicken bouillon, chicken, some boil in the boiling water. Grill that chicken and stuff and then mix it all together at the end, it is so good. You just put enough cabbage, you chop up your chicken into the Parmesan, the Alfredo sauce, 
and it is super, super good. And what's really great is I make that about every other Wednesday. And so I had a tiny bit left over that I made chicken and broccoli Alfredo sauce. So I, I had a tiny little container and I didn't really want it to go to waste. So I stuck it in the freezer and I added it to this. So it just had like three broccoli pieces in it. And then the cabbage coleslaw mix is our pasta. And it's really, 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 really delicious. Um, really, really, really good. And that's a low-carb version. But if you don't want to do the low-carb version, you can do the same thing and just cook up your pasta. But really what made this different than the broccoli and chicken is those bell peppers. It gave it a whole different flavor than the chicken and broccoli um, batch that I made. So you can change those up depending on the vegetables that you add to it. All right, that was just a long story because I made that last night and it was so good. I had to add that in. But she uh, uses the meats that she cooks to make chicken alfredo, beef pasta bake, chicken and rice casserole, chicken and rice soup, taco soup, which is my one of my family's all-time favorites, Instapot chicken and potatoes, cheeseburger casserole, beefy mac and cheese, cheesy bean and rice burritos, and black bean chili. And before my husband found out he was diabetic, we ate a lot of um, macaroni and cheese with hamburger. And then he added ketchup to his. I, I don't really understand that. But those are some really fast things that you can throw together if you're having a baby or if you just have busy, 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 busy schedule. They don't take long to cook. Uh, and she also says she has a well-stocked freezer. She will have two beef roasts, any cut, one pre-sliced ham, one is enough for two meals, one Boston butt or pork shoulder, one is enough for two meals, two boneless pork loins sliced, one half to three-fourths inch thick, burger patties, 20 patties. Now, I do this too. I buy the pre-made hamburger patties. I put hamburger seasoning. It's a seasoning that says four hamburgers. Then I put... Um, a little tiny bit of soy sauce right in the middle. The reason I do that is because I don't like it when hamburger patties taste great on the outside, but on the inside they have no flavor whatsoever. And that soy sauce will sink in to the middle there just a little bit, and it adds that saltiness to the rest of the hamburger. And for me, the those are frozen. I, you know, I press them down because I don't like them as thick. I press them down, put them on a cookie sheet, freeze them in the freezer, then take them off the cookie sheet and put them in Ziploc bags. Then when we want hamburgers, we just pull those out. And because the air fryer does an excellent job of cooking 
meat from frozen. I wouldn't do chicken frozen unless it's an emergency because the seasoning, it just doesn't taste salty on the inside and it's a little bit tougher, but it's still edible. The hamburger patties cook perfectly from frozen state in the air fryer. They're juicy, they have lots of flavor, and they're great. So I freeze them raw, and then as we need them, I cook them in the air fryer, and they're perfect. So she has um, burger patties, 10 frozen veggie steamable bags. Now I buy my vegetable frozen vegetables from uh, Sam's Club, so all of those bags you can either cook on the stove or you can cook in the bag in the microwave and it steams them. And she has a well-stocked pantry. She keeps two boxes of gluten-free pasta, two jars of Alfredo sauce. I make my own from scratch that it takes two minutes. Uh, two cups of mozzarella cheese. Two, I do keep lots of cheese in my freezer. I put it in individual bags. Uh, two pounds of pre-cooked chicken. Oh, these are what she uses for the Alfredo. Okay, she's got it broken down into, um, into the meals. So for the beef pasta bake, she has the pasta, the marinara, and she makes sure she has lots of mozzarella cheese, and then she uses two pounds of the pre-cooked ground beef. I guess these are her recipes, and because they're super easy, they didn't look like recipes. Uh, the chicken and rice is two cups of rice, three cups chicken broth, two sticks of butter, two cups of carrots, two pounds of the chicken. Anyway, you can look up these easy recipes online. But she makes sure that she has all the pantry items and the cheese items and the meat items for all of these quick um, recipes. Now, the ones that I'm the most interested in is when she gets to the, the beef roast she makes that, I'm sure, in her crock pot. The sweet pulled pork is one jar of barbecue sauce of your choice. We like Rudy's or because of diabetes, we use the sugar-free. Um, and then Boston butt or pork shoulder. Hmm. Uh, honey ham. She cooks that with pineapple, brown sugar, and honey. You can find those recipes. Then the grilled burgers, I talked about those already and how I do that. Grilled pork tenderloin, Lowry's seasoning salt, and 20 pork tenderloin slices. I do have to try this because my husband is getting tired of having chicken all the time, so now I'm having to add in a little more beef and different meats because um, he got bored. Um, so Lauer seasoning salt and 20 pork tenderloin uh, slices. 
uh, and then buns or rolls. In our case, we will leave out the buns and rolls. So that's a good, you can do that in your oven or in the air fryer. Now there's a few things she says she doesn't mind eating out of the freezer and it will be making ahead of time. Breakfast burritos, the frozen waffles and pancakes, frozen pizza, those are things she makes ahead and we'll have those in the freezer. And all right, that is her ideas. Now let me uh, go over a few other ideas she says. She says, having a new baby is really big life transition. She helps devise a plan to be prepared with meals. Now, she does do a 10-day cycle. She grocery shops on the 1st, the 11th, and the 21st. It makes it easier on her budget, and it saves money, and there's no waste because they use up everything before the next grocery shopping. Now, this is going to probably be a little different with what we just talked about, getting all of that pre-done for baby, but guess what? You can do all of that pre-done stuff as a regular meal plan and hardly ever have to meal plan again. That's what I do. I have a month meal plan that I rotate and um, I pre-cook my meats, although I do need to add in a few more other meats than chicken because I wore them him out on the chicken, but she says, during baby's first month, take advantage of all the free trials of grocery delivery services and always say yes to offers to help. She says, she's learned really quickly when it came to feeding someone else, not just myself, that it is really beneficial to have a plan. Now, being prepared saves you money. There is no food being wasted. Being prepared saves you time. You aren't having to make a plan on the spot. Being prepared saves you energy, which is especially important when you have a new baby and you aren't getting a lot of sleep. For general meal planning, try breaking down your meal planning into 10-day cycles. It's easy to budget for, still allows for fresh produce, and there's no food waste. We already mentioned that that's how she does it. On a 10-day cycle, if you would be happy to repeat meals every 10 days, do that to make things easier. But if you like variety, like she does, try new things to change it up. These are just ideas. When planning for baby's arrival, you may find it easier to create a month-long meal plan temporarily. Freeze meals. Freezer meals are a common option for planning for a new baby, but it's not for you. But if it's not for you, stock up on shelf staple ingredients for a wide variety of meals. You know, your rice, your pasta, or in my case with diabetes, uh, cauliflower, uh, coleslaw mix, uh, zucchini, uh, mushrooms, um, and then 
Pre-cook your proteins, chicken, ground beef, beans, and store them in the freezer. When it's time for dinner, just pull them out and add your other ingredients. This reduces your meal prep from 30 minutes down to 5 minutes. When you are pre-cooking your protein, it's important to have a plan for every pound you make and be sure you have the ingredients to go with it. Now, this was to help parents before they have a baby, but it is also a great option for your regular cooking. If it helps you, if you work full time, this plan will definitely be helpful. It's what I use to a certain extent, so um, I know that it's easy because I don't like spending my whole evening cooking and then cleaning the kitchen. You still have to clean the kitchen. So whatever time it takes for you to cook, add on cleaning the kitchen to that. That is a lot of your evening spent cleaning and cooking. And I would rather save my time somewhere and uh, so that I have more time with my husband or my family or hobbies or reading or Bible study, something else, TV, <laughs> whatever your hobbies are. All right, guys, this one was a little bit longer, but I think it was very, very helpful. I could have gone into more depth. Um, but you can find a lot of her ideas on The Cypress Table by Mary Evelyn Goodman and uh, see what else you can save time on there. All right, guys, thank you for watching. I'll see you on the next one.